Praise the Lord. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. This message is from the Glory Life City Church, where a man of God, the Apostle Francis, reveals the deep heart of God for the new creation in Christ. Glory Life City Church is a mandate from God to dispense the glory of heaven in the new creation in Christ cultivating the apostolic heart of God in the intimate bond of fellowship, love, and power. Join in as the Apostle Francis takes us into the Word of God. Hallelujah. It is in the hearing that faith comes. You know, the Bible said that God has called us to glory and to virtue. So that means that the life that we have received in God it's not just you know people will call it christian life what is christian life it is the life of what glory it is the life of virtue it is a life where god is manifested through somebody or through a person are you here the kind of life where god is manifested through you and how does god manifest himself the bible said christ in you the hope of glory so that is christ in you so christ expressed through you is the realization when he is in you hope uh, glory is only a hope you, you see the difference when he is in you you know it's like it's like um when when i make a deposit in your account you have hope of money no matter how hungry you are you know that mobile money 200 cities even when you are hungry you remember the 200 cities on your mobile money and you feel strong but that is the hope the money is not in your hand yet until you go out there to the vendor and then dispense the money then you now have the realization of the money christ in you only gives you hope of glory but christ manifested through you is the realization of that glory are you getting me and that is why we are treating this series the glory life harnessing how to manifest christ in your life in your environment we've talked about heavenly materiality how to manifest the essence of god all around you so that the glory that god has promised us is not just a hope a lot of us we have pushed the hope of our glory into when we will go to heaven joy joy when we go to heaven joy joy no more weeping when we go to so they reap on the earth and they console themselves with the hope that they will not weep in heaven they lack on the earth no more poverty when we go to heaven <laughs> so they lack on earth they, they 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 are enjoying they are managing poverty with the hope that they will go and walk on the street of gold they will go to heaven where there is no need there, there is no lack but you see the hope does not deliver are you getting me it is the manifestation that delivers so god has called you to glory not so that you will only hope for it but you will actually walk in it 
and i want to challenge you consistently through this message that your life should be a manifestation of the glory of god that is what we call glory life you should not be struggling like other people struggle you should not be you know uh, uh, um, taking things so difficult like the way people experience you should not live life the way your parents lived it you live life the way god wants you to live it you are walking the face of the earth not as a victim but as a master and the lord of the earth is somebody here with me you walk the face of the earth as somebody who is walking in dominion are you here with me as someone who not not somebody who's a victim you know there are some people they, they don't think they deserve anything and even naturally in every organization or in every gathering good things go to those who who bulldoze their way through those who are always quiet god will do it god will do it they are always the ones who are victimized hallelujah you should be proactive we don't walk on this earth in the glory life we don't walk on this earth with 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 a pessimistic view with a passive approach you don't wait for things to happen you make things happen say i make things happen you don't wait till the atmosphere is right you create the right atmosphere that is why we teach you how to walk in the glory life how to handle the resources how to handle your body how to handle your time how to handle your environment so that you can create heaven and enjoy the glory of god visibly expressed in your life hallelujah and then last two weeks we started on the third dimension of the series which is the reward system of heaven so we talked about the operation of the heavens how many of us remember and then we talked about the resources for the operation where we mentioned heavenly materiality now we are talking about the reward the bible said in hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 he said that he that will come to god should believe should do what that he is and he is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him so that means that anybody who at any point in time will seek the lord is apportioned he's marked for rewards say rewards we do not seek the lord in vain mm. you know our life on this earth is void and empty when there are no rewards because rewards are the only proof of pursuit rewards are the only proof of what pursuit when you pursue something until there is a reward you cannot convince anybody that you have pursued the thing hallelujah remember what the bible said in habakkuk he said write the vision make it plain that they may run that readeth it and he said that though the vision tarries wait for it though the vision 
is long in, in showing. He said, wait for it. It shall not tarry. It shall come to pass. It will speak in the last day. Hallelujah. Come with me to Acts chapter 17. You, so a lot of people, some people are like, oh, for us, we are just living life. We, we are just focused on doing what we are supposed to do. No. It is, it is, it is spiritual foolishness to do everything and not expect reward. Because life is not just about pursuits. Life is about pursuit and rewards. When there are no rewards, pursuit cannot be validated. Hallelujah. Some people will claim, oh, for us, I, I just love God. I just love to come to church. I just love to pray. I'm not praying because of my needs. You will, you will, you will change your confession when problems start coming and there seems to be no answer. Life is about rewards. Hallelujah. Acts 17. Let's read from the, from the verse 20. Says. Acts 17. Can I get somebody to read for me? At the moment, I am off the record. So, From one, what? From one man, he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall. When they should rise and, and he fall. Determined their boundaries. He determined their boundaries. Twenty-seven. Yeah. His purpose was for the nations to seek after God. His purpose was for the nation to do what? To seek after God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's continue. And perhaps feel their way towards him and find him and perhaps feel their way towards him and do what and find, and him. find him so here is the thing it's okay here is the thing see that god made from one man all nations so we are all an offspring of one man he determined the boundaries of your habitation god determined where you will be per time as a matter of fact, you are not here because you decided or because I called you. Because according to Jer Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23, the Bible said, Oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. It is not man that walks to direct his steps. When you think that, no, I, I want to go here. Who is giving you the thoughts? Hallelujah. There is a master hand that determines the boundaries of your habitation. There is a reason why you were not born in the north. There is a reason why some people were born somewhere but raised in another place. There is a reason why you are where you are today. And the Bible said that it is because so that you will seek him and do what? Find him. So the whole of life is a pursuit so that we will seek after God. And Hebrews 11 says, says that any man who will seek after God, any man who will pursue God, any man who will understand that the reason why God has set him apart, the reason why God has put him where he is, the reason why God has made him a Ghanaian and not an American, maybe if you are an American by this time, there will be some jots in your, your mouth like that. Hallelujah. The reason why I am here, the Bible said, so that I will seek him and Hebrew said he that will seek the Lord should believe that he is a rewarder 
So if you put them together, that means that God has made us what we are so that he will laden us with rewards. And that rewards come through seeking him. So life is about rewards. It is about what God has given to you. It's about what you have received from God. For all the prayer, what have you received? For all the church going, what have you received? For all the fasting, what have you received? For all the studying, what have you received? It's about rewards. Say rewards. And since our life, our pursuits, we call it our conversation, our citizenship, our economy, our commonwealth, since our life is heavenly in nature and our conversation is heavenly, we walk by heavenly patterns. Our rewards are also what? Heavenly. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says that thanks be unto our God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Say spiritual blessings. And I didn't mention over over here, the foundation of heaven's reward system is what we call the blessing. Say the blessing. The reason is that there are many other ways. The Bible said there is a way that, 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 that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is unto death. There are many ways and there are many things that can look like a reward, but they are not rewards. The only reward that is from heaven is the reward that is instigated, that is founded on the blessing of God. The blessing. What is blessing? Blessing means empowerment. Blessing means empowered to succeed. Empowered to do what? To succeed. You have been empowered to succeed. Empowered to succeed. That means that there is something working inside of you that is creating an external result. There is something that is pushing you. That is causing everything to work around you. There is something that is working inside of you. John said that he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. Empowered to succeed. Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have been empowered to succeed. I have been empowered. Say it well. I have been empowered to succeed. Hallelujah. Praise God. The blessing of God is the foundation of the reward system of heaven. There cannot be reward until the blessing is at work. The blessing does not work to, you know, give you food and those things. The blessing works to empower you to receive. Are you hearing me? The, the work of the blessing is to empower you to receive the reward. Because there are certain things when God is about to do or when God wants to do them, you cannot receive them until you have been empowered. Hallelujah. There are certain monies when they come into your hands and you have not been empowered, it will destroy you. There are certain favors when God releases them into your life and you have not been empowered, it will destroy you. 
There are certain opportunities when they come into your life and you have not been empowered, it will what? It will destroy you. I've seen people who have been blessed and they left church. Hallelujah. It's because they were not empowered to handle the blessing that came to their life. When the blessing does not operate, any reward cannot create life for you. The rewards of heaven are meant to create life. They are life-giving in nature. Hallelujah. The same prosperity that will make you feed the nations, the same prosperity can make you distance yourself from your friends and your family. The same prosperity. Hallelujah. The same prosperity. You, God can make you a millionaire. But when the blessing is not in operation, that millionaire will make you despise all your friends. You say your family, they shouldn't come. If they come to your house, they will use their witchcrafts to spoil all the money. So all of a sudden, you are not reachable. You are not touchable. Hallelujah. Your pastor cannot even correct you. You come to church, you want ushers to come and take your Bible, your handkerchief, everything, before you can come and sit down. The same blessing that can make you feed people on the street and then place shelter on people who are destitute. That same blessing. Hallelujah. And that is when the blessing is not operating. The rewards become death-giving instead of life-giving. Hallelujah. Are you with me? When the blessing is not in operation, you can have a promotion from work without the blessing. That promotion is going to be the beginning of your stealing in the office. It's going to be the beginning of uh, sleeping with secretaries and receptionists and all those people. But when the blessing is in operation, that promotion becomes a tool to give life to people. It becomes a tool because God has elevated you. You are now giving jobs to people. You are now creating opportunities to people. You are giving, you are, you are giving multiple seats to places. You are blessing the work of the Lord. You are blessing people's life. You are making life easy for people. That is when the blessing is in operation. The reward can come. That is where people do not understand. You see, the devil can also reward. You don't need to work for the devil for him to reward you. Are you here? You don't need to please the devil for him to reward you. Let me tell you what. When the devil pushes rewards in your way, it is because he wants you to disconnect from the blessing. Are you here? When the devil pushes rewards your way, the devil can give you prosperity. Sickness comes from the devil, is that not so? If he decides not to afflict you, you will not be sick. Demotion, disgrace, it comes from the devil. When he decides not to disgrace you, when he decides not to fight anything about you, your life will be progressive. But that progress is not a result of the blessing of God. And that progress will disconnect you. That is why people get blessed. I'm using the word blessed because of convention. People get rewarded. People get money. People get promotion. People get favor. And it takes them away from God. Because anytime the devil 
causes rewards to come your way, it disconnects you from the blessing. Rewards will either come through the blessing or it will come through the devil. Are you hearing me? And now we are living in a generation, people are just so concerned with the rewards. They, don't, they are not concerned about the operations in the roots of the rewards. They are not concerned about what creates the reward. They just want to be, to be rich. How they get rich is not anybody's problem. They just want promotion. How they get promoted is not anybody's problem. They just want favor. How they get the favor is not anybody's problem. But mind you, whatever the blessing of God does not produce will take life away from you. Hallelujah. Anything the blessing of God does not produce will take life from you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The, the blessing of God manifests in four distinct rewards. Four distinct rewards. And I'm going to deal with those rewards one after the other. Four distinct rewards. The blessing manifest in four rewards number one and is every reward the blessing manifests in is connected to the resource for the operation of the heavens we talked about the four different heavenly materials we talked about the body we talked about time we talked about what again the environment and then we talked about your resources money the first manifestation of the blessing of God is divine health. Say divine health. In the glory life, the blessing of God produces for you, number one, divine health. It is not the life of sickness. It is not the life where today you are feeling this. Tomorrow you are feeling that. You are friends to all the doctors. They all know you. They even know your issue. So that when you go, they say, ah, from the way you are looking, your thing has come. They don't even mention the name of the disease. You say, oh, your thing. You have personalized it. But in the glory life, when you are walking in the expression, the full manifestation of the glory, one of the rewards you manifest in your life is divine health. Divine what? I am not talking about healing. Healing is a provision for the weaknesses of your feet. Hallelujah. Healing is not the, the ideal. Healing is God's provision when your faith fails and your body falls into weaknesses. <laughs> but have you realized that anytime Jesus will heal somebody, he asks you, do you have faith? Well, that means that they did not have faith in the first place and they were sick. Praise God. Your faith is the sustaining force for your body. How healthy you are is just as how fit or how faithful you are. Your faith level is directly proportional. I'll say your health is directly proportional to your faith level. When your faith fails, 
your body becomes weak. Is somebody here? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So the ideal is not healing. The ideal is divine health. That is the proof that you are walking in the glory life. That is the proof that you are manifesting the glory life. That is the proof that you are manifesting Christ in your life. Divine health. Divine health is not just about not being sick. I am talking about strength of body. That some people are not sick, but they are always weak. They can't do a lot of things. Hallelujah. You are not sick, but there are certain foods you cannot eat. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You are not sick, but there are certain environments you cannot go to. Because when you go there, your body will be under pressure. We are talking about strength of body, the perfection of the body. That is divine health. Amen. I'm not talking about being healthy. Being healthy is a present state of the body. Divine health is a state of being. Hallelujah. Forget about the grammar. English makes everything looks one, looks like one. You read the Bible. There are many expressions for mind, but English calls use one word for all the various expressions, and they will define mind for you. So anywhere you read and you see mind, it means one thing. You see mind here, it means the same thing. You see mind somewhere else, it means the same thing. Hallelujah. The blessing manifests number one in divine health. It is the it, it is the ble- it is the reward. For the proper engagement of the body as a heavenly material. Proper engagement of the body as a heavenly material. Divine health is not just not being sick. Divine health is about resistance. Your body's ability to resist. So we have, we have uh, communicable diseases. That also uh, airborne diseases and waterborne diseases yeah pharmacists is here there are some diseases when the person breathes even in the air you will get there are some by touch you will get hallelujah divine health is when your body is resistive resistant you will walk amongst people who have flu you will sleep in their house eat with them even use their handkerchief walk away free that is divine health. It is not just not being sick. It is an ability in the body. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 11, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead abides in you, that same spirit shall quicken what? Your mortal body. So this mortal body can be quickened. Hallelujah. It can be quickened. When Jesus' body was quickened and he rose from the dead, what are some of the things that happened? He passed through the door. So divine health is not about sickness. We are talking about the body's ability to express divine potentials. Hallelujah. I'm just stretching, I'm stretching the, the margins for you. When you talk about divine health, stop thinking about sickness. Start thinking about infinite possibilities in your body. Infinite possibilities. 
the great apostle of healing, John G. Lake. At one point, there was a breakout of disease in South Africa. And he was always with the people. And they, they, the, the scientists warned him that, hey, man of God, you don't have to go here. If you go here, you will also catch the disease. He says, no. When he goes there, the disease cannot enter his body. He said, how? Then he called them. They brought the microscope and they picked a disease sample. They examined it under the lens. The gems were moving. They were alive. He says, put the sample on my skin and examine it again. They put the sample on his skin. He put his hand under the lens. They examined it and the gems were dead. That is divine health. You can be healthy by, by eating well, exercising. Hallelujah. You exercise, exercise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Going to the gym. Some people, they don't eat meat. Some people don't eat carbohydrate for all sorts of reasons. It is just to stay healthy. But divine health is from a divine source. The blessing of God. Hallelujah. When you are living in divine health, it does not matter what you are allergic to. You can eat anything and everything. What good is there in uh, 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 what do you call eating well and doing all the exercises? Okay? And then some metal cutting you. You still go back to square one. But there is a provision in God where your body has that eternal potential to resist any form of attack. When Jesus was talking about divine health, promising them that eternal reward, he said that when you go, you will drink poison. It shall not hurt you. What kind of good food, balanced diet, will resist poison? Hallelujah. What kind of gym, exercise, running, every morning, one hour before you go to work, will resist poison? You can gym and gym, eat all the carbohydrates, vitamins, eat potassium, calcium, whatever. If you put DDT in your mouth, <laughs> the calcium will be quiet. The potassium will be quiet. Your body will go down flat. But Jesus said, you will take poison. It shall not hurt you. This is not, it's not about living healthy. It is about divine health. A divine potential in your body. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That your body is empowered. The reward system of God by the blessing is activated upon your life. And your body from today receives divine potential. You shall resist every disease in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall resist every infection in the name of Jesus Christ. Your body is strong in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke any disease. I rebuke any planting of weakness in your body in the name of Jesus Christ. The blessing of God. First manifestation is in divine health. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Number two manifestation of the blessing. Number two manifestation of the blessing is divine prosperity. Divine what? Prosperity. 
Prosperity is another proof that a person is seeking after God. That a person is pursuing after God. Pursuing after the glory life. The glory life should be your pursuit, my brother. It should be your pursuit. Don't settle for a normal life. Amen. Don't settle for a normal life. Don't settle, don't settle for the life your parents lived. If your parents lived the glory life, by now we will see the proof in you. <laughs> we thank God for them. You see, life is progressive. They, they get to a point when we come, we must also add up. So that is why we call it pursuits. It is a pursuit. Say it is a pursuit. Engage it. That should be your, your standard. Don't look at people living anyhow and it is nice for you so you want to settle for that. Don't look at people living comfortably with one car, two cars, one house, one wife and children. <laughs> and it is okay for you. No. He, God says that you shall lend to nations. There is a standard to the blessing. There is a standard. Read Deuteronomy chapter 28. That was a blessing of the old covenant. Hallelujah. That was a blessing of the old covenant. It says you shall not borrow. You shall lend to many nations. For because of the seed of the woman. It says that all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Your blessing should be a globally recognized blessing. Your prosperity should be a globally recognized prosperity. Hallelujah. That is the standard. The standard is not the kind of prosperity that only your father and mother know. Or only your friends know. Even amongst your friends, when you say that, ah, this guy is blessed, oh, leave him this morning. We are talking about the one that has global recognition. When they mention your name, everybody says, yeah, this man is rich. When you mention Brigade, nobody contests. That is global recognition. Hallelujah. Donald Trump, my favorite man. Even when Democrats are speaking against him, they still call him billionaire. They speak against him. They still call him what? Billionaire. That blessing which cannot be undermined. The kind of prosperity which has recognition even by your enemies. When the witches in your family gather, they call you that rich man. <laughs> they don't just mention your name. They will say titles. That rich man. We will deal with him. <laughs> Global recognition. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. It says the blessing of the Lord. Say the blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. There is one that gets riches and not by right. Hallelujah. The Bible said it. There is one that gets riches and not by right. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 11. Turn there. Jeremiah 17 verse 11. It says, As the partridge sits on eggs and hatcheth them not, so he that gets riches and not by right say and not by right 
he shall leave them in the midst of his days and at his end shall be a fool hallelujah as i said not every reward is by the blessing proverbs 10 22 the bible said that the blessing of the lord it maketh what rich jeremiah 17 11 the bible says that there are also those who are rich but not by right not through the right way not by the blessing what will happen to them is that they will leave their riches in the midst of their days in their end they will die and they will be a fool it always shows it always shows in the end they die they become fools but those that get riches by the blessing the bible said their generations are blessed hallelujah the generations are blessed we are not talking about the kind of riches when after you die your family is now fighting they start killing themselves just in the end you will be a fool apostle francis be right back we hope you enjoying this message we would love to have you fellowship with us you can locate us at the shalom motors junction lashibi of the ashaiman nungwa highway for a sunday glory celebration service at 8 a.m welcome back to the message that kind of riches after you are dead the family they will start killing themselves the auntie will kill the uncle the uncle will kill the the brother somewhere and then those who don't want to kill they also go to courts and you will see that a building is there five years eight years ten years they are still fighting they will transfer the fight to their children their children will also come some even fly from abroad just to come and fight for inheritance and the thing is still standing there it will stand there before you realize first floor is broken down some window is broken down this in the end they become fools but there is a blessing there is a riches that comes by the blessing the bible said that blessing is 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 not just to you but it goes to your children then your children's children the kind of blessing that will make your grandchildren mention your name even when they don't know you and thank god for your life the kind of blessing which is so much that there is no need for greed is it greed only exists in the place of scarcity it only exists in the place of scarcity god had to deal with the people of israel over their greed when he gave when he gave them manna he said you will take only for a day what was god doing he was killing that spirit he was teaching them to live in sufficiency hallelujah when there is scarcity greed is common so imagine god has blessed you with so much riches you know the kind of wealth that the bank is a bank because of you hallelujah amen like right now that the bank of ghana has issued is it a minimum whatever minimum balance or whatever and they will come to you please for the next two years we don't want you to take your money if you take your money we are gone hallelujah the kind of riches that makes nations come to you the kind of riches when you are traveling it becomes news you know there are certain people i remember i was listening to uh, bishop Oedipo, and they were traveling to one of the countries and 
they went there for the visa and the people were doing something. Say, stop, you're not going again. Say, I am coming to your country not to take anything from you, but to give everything to you. You are doing some work. Hallelujah. A friend of mine, this one is even local riches. He's my own friend. Local riches. Local riches. He was traveling to Germany. And then they said he should come to the embassy. And he sent a mail. All his businesses, all the machines he has from his business, he bought them from Germany. And he started sending them the invoices. I bought this. I bought this from your country. I have invested in your country. And I'm going to do a training, blah, blah, blah. They said, oh, we are sorry. Um, we will make your visa ready in the next two days. By mail, he never got there. They sent him the visa electronic. That's on his local riches. The kind of riches that makes your travel even news. When you are coming, everybody is covering it. Uh, um, Pastor Joe is coming to, to uh, Uganda. You can yes, start from Uganda. <laughs> Let's start from there. Uh, Rwanda. Uh-huh. That is now the epicenter of African technology. Pastor Joe is coming to Rwanda. And then people are at the airport waiting to, to interview you. Oh, man of God, we, you did this. You, you didn't tell anybody you are traveling. Paparazzi, they will be sniffing. sniffing. That's not they see that you are traveling. Hallelujah. That is the, You cannot die and your children will be fighting. Everybody can have enough. In fact, they will have enough. It will spill over to even their cousins and their friends. Riches. Divine prosperity. This is the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. When the blessing of God came upon Jacob, this was a man who was working under his uncle. He didn't have anything. No savings. No investment. Overnight, the blessing of God. He left. He came to his uncle as a fugitive. He was running away from his brother. His mother gave him the, the link that go to your uncle. You'll be safe there. He did not leave his uncle as a fugitive. He left his uncle a rich man. The blessing of the Lord. Abraham, God came to Abraham and said, In blessing I will bless thee. In multiplying, I will multiply thee. Leave your father's house. This is Abraham living with his father. He left his father's house. At the age of 120, the Bible said that. And Abraham was rich in cattle. Rich in sheep. He was rich in gold. The blessing of the Lord. It is the blessing of God that will make you a millionaire out of selling Something insignificant. When you understand how the blessing of God operates, you will understand that in the marketplace of this world, we don't sell product, we sell value. Hallelujah. We don't sell product, we sell what? Value. Value. Amen. We sell what? And what is your value? It is the blessing that determines a man's value. Come with me to Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 17. 16 verse 17. Are you there? It says, Every man shall give 
as he is able as he is what able and what is the ability of that man according to are you seeing it according to the blessing of the lord thy god which he has given thee so a man's ability to give is according to the blessing that god has given to that man so that means that the value of a man is not in what he possesses even jesus said it say that the life the value of a man is not in the amount of things that he possesses say that what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul say that the value is not in the possession the value is in the blessing i talked about it when i was talking about the treasuries the two treasuries the value what is backing what is the value system of what you possess hallelujah this envelope i don't know how much it's called i'm sure maybe 20 pesos right if you go to that shop down there you will sell it for 20 pesos if you go to trasaco shop they will give it to you for one cd how many of us have taken some drinks at restaurant before cook 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 come on cook Last week I was in Kumasi and the hotel I slept in. So let's go and buy some Coke. He said, How much is the Coke? He said, Eight cities. He said, Hey, how much is Avaro? He said, Eight. How much is Mott? Ten cities. I said, What? Hallelujah. So you will see that it is not about the thing, it is about who is selling it, the place they are selling it, the value they are offering. You buy coke down there, two cd fifty pesos. You will stand by the roadside and drink. You buy the coke in the restaurant. You will sit in a good chair with air condition and drink. Value. So you see, in the marketplace of the world, we don't sell product; we sell value. Hallelujah! We sell value. If you are holding something and you are selling and you are wearing nika, the price is different. If you wear suit, the price will change. If you wear suit, the price will change. As a matter of fact, those who will come and buy will be different. Are you here with me? And in the economy of heaven, our value is based on the blessing. The value is in the blessing. What is in your treasury? The blessing that you have received. He says that we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. So in your spiritual accounts, there is spiritual value there. How much of that value do you engage in the physical transactions? Say prosperity. That is why if you understand the blessing of God, you will realize that your prosperity is not in how hard you work. Amen. It's not in how hard you work. It's not in how big your pay is. It's about how much blessed you are. How much value you command in the blessing. But the riches that comes without the blessing, it comes with hard work. It comes with futile agenda. It comes with deceitful tactics. You must do certain things to get certain monies. But when you are rich by the blessing, 
Hallelujah. When you are rich by the blessing, when the blessing of God is working upon you, it is not about you will be, say, oh, um, I can, maybe yours is dressmaking. Oh, I want to, I, I, I will sew this dress for you. I will take 50 CDs. You will sew the dress. Hey, your dress is so powerful. When I wear, when I wore it, all my friends are happy. All my friends want to come. Don't worry. Now, I want to take you as my personal dressmaker. I will pay you 2,000 CDs every month. Just, and in the month, you will only sew maybe three. When the blessing is working, you see, when you listen to the stories of people who have broken through, there is always a suddenly. And I was here and I was selling on the street and then this and then this. And one day, there is always a suddenly. The suddenly is the place of the blessing. That changes the whole story. I pray that the blessing of God will speak for you in the name of Jesus Christ. The blessing that maketh rich, that sudden moment, it will come upon you and your life is turning around in your workplace, in your house, in your family. May the blessing of God speak in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Number three manifestation of the blessing. We talked about time, dominion over time. You see, dominion over time, the reward in the management of time is favor. It's what? Favor. The third manifestation of the blessing of God is the favor of God. When favor is responding to you, time is accelerated. Not everything will happen in the time they are supposed to. Things are, 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 are accelerated. What should happen in five years can happen in one year. What should happen in two years can happen in one day. This is called the favor. Hallelujah. It is called what? The favor. The favor. See, it is not of him that ran it or of him that will it. See that? But God show it mercy that word mercy is favor that means that when god shows favor it is not about the running it's not about the will it's not about where you i know in the time space you are talking about both duration and location hallelujah in the time dimension a time is made up of duration and location that is why the time in ghana is different from the time in Russia. Are you here with me? When it is 2 o'clock in Ghana, it is something. Maybe 5 o'clock in Russia. So time is about duration. And then also location. When the favor of God is working on your life because of the blessing, duration does not matter anymore. It is not about, hey, and you can only be rich um, after 20 years of working. No. What people get after 20 years, when the favor of God begins to respond to you as a reward for working in the glory life, you will do it in two years. Hallelujah. Because the reward of the blessing, according to the time of your life, is seen in the favor of God. You see, people reduce the favor of God to gifts. You no, know, favor, then they'll give you gifts. No. The favor of God works directly in relation to time. Hallelujah. You remember the Bible said in Psalm, it says that thou shalt, uh, what do you call it? 
the, 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 the favor, the set time to favor Zion has come. Is that also the set time? There is a time of favor. Even when Jesus Christ came, he said that he came to declare the set time, the time of the favor of the Lord. The acceptable year, that is what the Bible calls it. The acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus came to declare the acceptable year. What was that year? It was the time of favor. It was the time that God will intercept the progress of humanity, the history of humanity. It was the time that God will take away what man deserved, which was death, and give man what he did not deserve, what he did not work for. The acceptable year of the Lord. The reward of the blessing with respect to time is the favor of God. When the favor of God responds to you, it's a done deal. Tell somebody, done deal. Hallelujah. The favor of God, it is man's greatest provision. Favor will open doors for you. Hallelujah. Favor will take you into places where you are supposed to have been a stranger, they will make you their king. When the favor of God is upon you, it is not about who you know. It is not about where you are. Hallelujah. When the favor of God falls on you, somebody can dream and mention your name and look for you and find you. When the favor of God is on you, you can be walking innocently by the roadside. Somebody will pull over, call you, and then say, ah, I have seen you somewhere before. He said, no, I don't know. He said, no, I have seen you. I remember a testimony where one guy, after many years jobless, many years jobless, went for interview. His man of God prayed for him. Hallelujah. When he entered the room, the chairman of the interview panel said, I know you. He says, no, I don't know you. He said, no, I know you. The man insisted he knew him. As a matter of fact, they spent the time of the interview talking about where he knows him and how he likes him and all that. He did not answer one single question. And then he just told him to start work the following day. What, what do you expect when the chairman of the panel says he knows you? Favor. Hallelujah. It's called the favor of the Lord. When the favor of God is upon you, you make demands and people freeze. Say, hey, where is this guy coming from? There's one testimony from my friend, Pastor Isaac. Not um, Freedom House. He was always looking for it. He has been in the house for so long. He was praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. And God said, if you go to one particular company, he has given him favor in that place. He went there. Okay, so what can we do for you? I am here to apply for a job. What position are you looking for? He mentioned the first position. Oh, no, we don't need that. Second position, we don't need that. Okay, what is there? Said, Actually, there is no vacancy. Say. Then he started interviewing them. So, do you have this? Say yes. Do you have that? He said, yeah. Do you have this position? He said, no, we don't need it. Say, How? As a shipping company, you need this, you need that, you need this. The manager was sitting in his chair listening to him. You need, you need somebody who will be able to do this and this and this and that so that you will get this kind of result. You are wasting money here. The man said, okay, so when can you start? The favor of God. He went and created his own position and started work the following week. He's now in US. 
You know, Shoko Logomi. Yeah, he's the one. He created his own position because favor was upon him. Hallelujah. When favor comes, it suspends time. Duration is shortened. Geography does not matter anymore. God can make you a billionaire in your village and you will still rub shoulders with billionaires in America. Hallelujah. Amen. Is it not in Nigeria God has made Dangote a billionaire? You don't need to be in America before. When the favor of God locate, location does not matter. Hallelujah. You can build your house working in your hotel. Same salary. But the favor. Favor. Hallelujah. People will come and eat. Eh, Felicia. Uh, one white man will come and eat. We chop it. Ah, the food is nice. Oh, that's good. That's good. Can you come and be cooking for me every weekend? Okay, I will pay you 5,000 cities every month. Eh? Then we chop it. Favor. Hallelujah. You see, there are, there are funny ways God can bless people. Eh? You will think and think and think and you will not understand. And if you don't understand, the easiest route is to start accusing. We were him. He has gone somewhere. The favor of God will confuse people for your sake. Hallelujah. Say, I am favored. The kind of favor, things that people expect. Oh, don't worry. Uh, very soon, as a church, we are going to fill this place and we are going to invade this whole city. We will build, we will build mansions, ultra, as prophets will say, 21st century ultra modern auditorium. And we will say, hey, how can a church of just three, four years build a building like this? It's not, not, not our 200 seater. I was talking with somebody, said, oh, we are now making plans to buy uh, land for church. And he said, oh, yeah. Over here, you were showing me back there. You can get about one plot or two plots. I said, no, I don't need two plots. Say, said, hey. I said, why? He said, ah. We need at least two acres. Because give or take, if we have about 500 members, I expect at least 200 of them to have cars. And that is not two plots matter. It is not what the guy was looking at me like that. Say, can you pay? Say, for the payment, it is not my matter, it is not your matter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I know that when the favor of God begins to answer, duration does not matter, location does not matter. And he was telling me, this place you will not get two plots. I they say, I I'm not saying I want an empty land. I said, I want land. Whether there is burden on it. <laughs> There is a human being staying on it. We just buy, put all of them down. Hallelujah. Favor. Are you here with me? The favor of God. Anytime you think of favor, think of time, duration, location. Oh, favor, favor. They don't think of gifts. Somebody gives you some 200 Ghana CDs. It's the favor of the Lord. It is bigger than that. Your life's progress is dependent on the how fast you progress in your life is based on favor. Are you hear me? How fast you progress? How fast? You know, say um, in in the normal system, by the time you are uh, sixteen years 
or let's say I think I don't know I don't know it or that, but I'm I'm assuming by the time you are 18 years you have finished SS, right? And then you go to school, university, 19. You will finish by 23, 24. That is if you were bright and sharp. You didn't repeat in class ever. If you're repeating and rewriting, then you will add about three, four years to it. So by 25, 27, 28, you have finished university. Then you go and do national service one year. Then you will get a job which will pay you small money. Small money. Money you can't do anything with. And then your mother will tell you, take it like that. There is no, uh, there is no job in the system. Hallelujah. Uh, things like that, don't come and tell me. I mean, I will spoil your mind. <laughs> I remember I was helping somebody to get a job somewhere. And it was a choice. National service or no national service. And his father was like, hey, you have to do national service. And I asked him, do you want national service or you want job? He said, I want job. Okay, forget about national service. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then you go and work about two years, three years before something big starts coming. Something that you can now use to rent a house. You go and rent a house. By the time you are done, you are around 28 to 30 years. That is if everything goes well. If lapses come, 32 to 35, you are now okay to marry. As soon as you marry, then the story begins again. You are now going to pay school fees. And then pay. That is the normal progress of life. Hallelujah. But when the favor of God is upon your life, you keep skipping. It is like double promotion. Eh? Me, I remember in stage four, I went to stage six. Double promotion. So life becomes double promotion. From the place you are supposed to earn 500 Ghana cities, you skip 500 and you enter into 2,000. Then when you are supposed to move from 2,000 to 3,000, you skip and you are earning 6,000. That is favor. The favor of God determines the speed of your life. The speed of your life. So instead of thinking, you know, some people will say, hey Charlie, so you have to do some courses, you have to do this. All of those things is to help you move faster. But it is not the courses that will make you move faster. It is not the people you know. It is the favor of God. The favor. The favor of God. Hallelujah. The favor of God. I remember the day I decided that I want to marry. You know my salary. I was earning 725 Ghana cities. In Ghana, yeah. <laughs> we in less than six months from 725 Straight to 1,800. That is how I could marry. Well, I would have done small engagement and I would be fine. <laughs> Hallelujah. The favor of God speeds up your life. It speeds it up. You can't struggle for everything. There's some people, they are so used to struggling. They are so used to, to fighting for everything. So everything, they want to take it serious. They are busy. Every morning, interview, KK, running. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I remember one time, I went somewhere, and I think it was interview or something. Interview, yeah, interview. Eventually, I didn't do the interview. I went somewhere, and we were going to do an interview, supposedly to interview me. When I went, they were talking about something which I knew about, and I took over the conversation. And I was the one teaching them that job. 
Hallelujah. When they finished, the man said, ah, we actually wanted to interview you, but it looks like you know what you are about. So we will send you a mail and we will discuss the salary. He sent me the mail. I remember I showed it to Mamadi. And I replied with a whole page of questions. What will you do if I do this? What, what is your provision for this? I was the one interviewing them. The man came back, answered every single one of them. They told me when I can start. I said, no, I can't start this time. They should give me one more month. But within that one month, anytime they need me, they can call me. They were calling me. After the end of the one month, they said, how much can we pay you for the times we engage you? I said, pay me half. Hallelujah. <laughs> that is favor. Amen. You do, it's not everything you have to struggle. And I remember that day, people came. People were with far. Anytime I go anywhere, hey, I have everything on my phone. I'll just send it to you. I, don't, I can't go and print anything. Fun. They came to sit down. I, mean, I just went and I was chatting with them. The whole director himself. It was, it was a, a bar. He sat there and the other people were lining up somewhere. I also went to sit by him at the bar. And he ordered for a drink. We were drinking and talking. I came for interview. <laughs> but eventually... <laughs> hallelujah it is not everything you must struggle for sometimes when you go somewhere people are lined up you must understand that you are a child of favor you don't also go and say oh, who is the last person and you go and sit there no, where you go ask where is the manager's office go there straight say good morning sir I have come for the interview say, ah, but you saw people there so uh, I don't have time hallelujah that, that, that is crazy. You see, you can't walk in favor. See, <laughs> you understand that you cannot be rejected. Amen. Hallelujah. So, no, I have to go somewhere else. So, I want to see you quickly. So, and people will be like, hey, oh, but I am coming to use my gifts, wisdom, time to work if you knew you couldn't have couldn't have done it couldn't you have done it yourself you don't know that's why i'm there your salary is just a compensation and every manager knows that hallelujah every manager knows that okay you don't have time there are other people who are also calling you for interviews so let's do it quick and let me go after that i will look at which one is better <laughs> but what i mean is that you should be so conscious of favor upon your life that you will not settle and behave like everybody else. Everybody is behaving in fear. Hey, if you don't do this, they will sack me. If you don't do this, who will sack you? Hallelujah. They can, nobody can sack you. Unless if they sack you, take them to court. Amen. Yeah, he cannot sack you. At best, he should give you a verbal warning. Then second one, a written warning. Before you will go, this, before second will come, he sacks you. A lot of you don't know, you don't know the system. I told you the last time, me, I have gone over persecution. If you persecute me, I'll persecute you some. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you slap me, I will slap you some. Amen. If you attack me, I will take you to court. If you publish any false information about me in the newspapers, unless I have been advised to keep quiet, I will sue you 
and charge you. I'll take money and buy a car. And I'll put normal plates. Talk well. Talk well 180. <laughs> Next time, talk well. Uh, I'll come and drive past you. You will pay, pay. See the car. Next time, talk well. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then the last manifestation of the blessing is in divine peace. We talked about how you can engage your environment and manage your environment. See, peace is not internal. Praise God. Peace is seen in the external. Hallelujah. Rest is internal. Peace is external. Peace is the ability to keep your entire environment under the submission of God. Under the submission of the internal rest you have. You can be at rest. You get it? But things are not well around you. It's only a matter of time. And the external chaos will eat up the internal rest. When God begins to reward you for your pursuit of the glory life, the fourth manifestation of that blessing is in divine peace. Everything around you in your environment is peaceful. In your workplace, there is peace. In your family, there is peace. There are some people, every day they are solving problems. Every day there is an issue. If it is not their work, it is their father, their mother, it is their cousin. It is every day. Hallelujah. You dress, you're about to go to work. A car will just come and spill water on you. Every your environment is no control. There is absolutely no control in your environment. Nothing whatsoever. Hallelujah. The only proof that somebody can say, not you, is it, when you are giving your own testimony, it is one thing. When another person is giving a testimony of you, that testimony is subjected to what the person sees. And the first thing the person will see is your environment. Hallelujah. The first thing the person sees is your what? It's your environment. The second thing is your resource, your prosperity. Are you here? The third thing is your health. The last thing you will see is the favor on you. Favor can only be experienced. The first thing he sees your environment. When the queen of Sheba was coming, what was the first thing she saw? The environment. Wow. Orderly, everything is powerful. Look at even how the 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 um, servants are dressed. Then he came, and he now started seeing the prosperity. Hey. <laughs> what I saw was not even the thing. Hallelujah! The first anybody sees around you is your environment, and the only way to keep your environment. There are some people there. Eh? Sometimes I I used to tell people, Charlie. You have to take, take control of your environment. There are some people, their environment is so chaotic. No matter how hard they try to meet a deadline, something will happen and they will always be late. 
your environment is in chaos. The spiritual atmosphere around you is not controlled. There are some people, they struggle with everything. A phone somebody will keep for two years, you give it to him, six months, it will spoil. It is not, you should be spiritually sensitive. There is an atmosphere around you that keeps your environment. You, everything spoils. You give to them, everything spoils. Their environment does not have peace. Hallelujah. You are holding money. You say, before you realize, money is gone. Your environment has no peace. There is chaos around you. Praise God. So I'm not just talking about peace, say, wasuma jo. I'm talking about peace, that the kind of peace that you know controls your environment and causes everything around you to work to save you. There are some people, the very time they they have been invited for an interview, which is an opportunity, it is that same day their wife will fall sick. Early morning, the wife will fall sick. You can't go. She's dying, you know, and this is the job. Environment. You think you think it is the devil? No, your environment is loose. Your gates are loose. Hallelujah! Your gates are loose. Praise God! Divine peace. I pray for you that peace will permeate your entire atmosphere and environment in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Time is far gone. Let me just quickly mention the categories of the blessing which I mentioned last two weeks. Number one, there is first of all the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. Number two, there is the blessing of the prophet or the blessing of your priests. Amen. The blessing of the prophet, the blessing of the man of God upon your life. Number three is the blessing of the house. The blessing of the house. That is atmospheric blessing. There are certain blessings you can only encounter them in certain places. Hallelujah. For example, in glory, you can't be here and be poor. You cannot be here and live an inferior life it is a blessing that is reserved for every glory lifer hallelujah the blessing of the house and there is a way to engage all of them then number three so number four the blessing of your parents the blessing of your parents the blessing of your parents or elders number five is the proclaimed blessing the blessing we proclaim the blessing that we proclaim over you and that is the place of authority the blessing that we proclaim authority and submission the blessing that we proclaim the blessing that we proclaim so number one the blessing of the lord number two the blessing of the prophet number three the blessing of the house number four the blessing of your parent and then number five the proclaimed blessing hallelujah for more information follow the man of god on facebook 
at Glory Life City Church or visit our website on www.glorylifecity.church.